When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. And in the month of February, we as a country, we highlight and celebrate the richness in the black community by calling it Black History Month. And as a proud black man, I want to celebrate and highlight other black influential people in the world. So I want you to sit back, enjoy this conversation, but get ready. Next month, we're back to talking about money, success, mental health, healthy relationships, you name it. But for this month, I want you to enjoy these conversations. Would you say the black community is thirsty for acceptance and inclusion from the white community? Who does black lives matter to? Should they only matter to white people? Do you believe that the Black Lives Matter movement is moving the black community forward? We had two sisters in my community build the first ever black-owned supermarket. Man, they was robbed so many times. Time how are we still struggling with the same problems of police brutality? We're just continuing to fight, and we have to keep fighting. We're black all of the time, and it matters all of the time, not some of the time. Do we want to be accepted from other communities? Depends on your circumstances. Okay. I don't care, honestly. Like, I'm not seeking acceptance because my reality is very different. And, like, my business, we work with black people. Right. So, you know, I don't care about white opinion. It's good to have a positive relationship, if you will, but I've just never had to operate, and I've never worked for a white person. You know, I've never had that submission, if Mm. you will, instilled in me. But again, going back to what you said previously, it's economic Mm -hmm. empowerment, it's Mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. You know, my family's been highly educated and influential, and we take pride in being able to provide employment for others, and we have a large scholarship program that we have as well, so we're able to give back what we have been blessed with, and that's what's most important to me, and I want to be able to, you know, make sure my kids never have to care about what others think of them, who's in charge of them, who's ruling their life. Like, it doesn't matter. Create your own narrative. And so that, you know, five or 10 or 15 generations down the line, you know, we've created our own reality. I so I didn't we say LaDonna. I thought we was going to argue, but I guess not. We're on the same shit. All I know is but LaDonna. Like, but that's what I'm saying, though. I'm not so. saying does LaDonna want to be accepted. Yeah. I'm the saying community. as a the community, community and, and as a culture, do we want to be accepted? I still say included. no. Say no to that because I think we have our own. We have our own culture, and I think we're not fighting for acceptance from them. We're fighting for them to leave us alone. Oh. We're fighting for them to <laughs> to stop killing us. We're fighting for equality. You know, leave us alone. Ooh. I see that differently. Uh oh. I see that same thing. I see us saying now, if one of us would have did it, 
Who cares? I'm not saying that we should be we should settle for whatever handouts we're giving. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. What I am saying is, we, the fight has been such a long fight because one day we hope to be equal. Mm. But shouldn't we all be equal though? We should be. Absolutely. Well, 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 well. Let me ask you this: Is your Bible made of equal people? I'll give you time. No. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give all y'all time. Eyes, for sure. No. Even no. let's do it with God. Let's go with God's eyes. But is man it, has created these systems of inequality. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go with God's eyes. Are, are in in your Bible from the beginning of time was did God see everybody the same? No. Never have. He created his Adam. He had his people, <laughs> and he wanted his people to not be like them. Mm. He had not that, not again, not talking about who's better and who's worse. Mm. I'm not talking about that mm -hmm. because then we got to get into good and evil. The battle is about good and evil. But when we're talking about people, you're not going to have equality in the sense of what we, what we have been as a race fighting for. Mm. Mm. We're not mm. until he comes back. Mm. We're mm. not. So why are we still... The same people, sis, that cried unto God and he heard their cry, sending a deliverer by the name of Moses and brought him out of bondage. Those same people, not even two weeks later, and I'm, I'm clowning, mm -hmm. <laughs> start saying we had it better when we was in Egypt. Mm -hmm. At least we had some right. fish. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, read your Bible. Did they let them go back into slavery? Yes. Mm -hmm. Multiple times, mm -hmm. over and over again. Mm -hmm. So either, either, either we serve a God who understands that we are not going to always be. How about how about equal means serving Him, mm. and anybody who serves Him, we should be compatible and equal. Outside of that is good and evil because man's evil issue, he's always wanted to be God, mm -hmm. which means he wants to rule man. Mm -hmm. That will never happen. Equality will never happen outside of him. Mm. And so as a race of people who come from God, why are we looking for an evil world to be equal with it? Mm. Why are we trying to make sense mm. of evil? Mm. It, it'll never happen. Mm. Mm. So when I walk out the door and I go and, and, and stand in line, I'm expecting for somebody to treat this white lady or this white man different. That's where I live. And guess what? It's okay. You know why it's okay? Mm. It has no bearing on my reality, has no bearing on my success, none of it. Mm. You asked me this. I had this conversation with you in a mentoring situation. What question was it? I, it yeah, I ain't going to put you on the spot. <laughs> in a mentoring situation, I told you this. I said, I don't waste my time teaching my son how to act around police. I, I remember that. Yep. yep. I don't teach my son how to act around white people. Mm. Because then I'm teaching him to do the same issue that we have now. Mm -hmm. See, if I do all of this teaching him about how to respond and react around white people and police... It'd be a black friend of him that takes his life. Wow. It'd be his homeboy, somebody he's close to, that look just like him, that'll uh -huh. put him in the grave one day. Mm. So what I do is I teach him how to be respectful to people. Yes. How to carry himself around people. 
how to handle conflict resolution with people because it ain't based on skin. That's good. Now we're talking good and evil. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, y'all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so equality, we, we can't, don't, don't, why would you frustrate? We live, we live, we live, we live frustrated lives trying to control stuff we have no control over. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Yeah. We live frustrated. Ooh. Our lives are so frustrated and upset and sad and depressed and the world coming to an end all because we're trying to control stuff we have no control over. When you learn these two words that I have, that's my mantra for 2021, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I know that's three, but technically <laughs> I'm saying two words. It's okay. It's yeah. not for me, though. No, that's fine. And that's okay. That's okay. What are you going to say? I don't, that's not okay for me to go somewhere and some white woman be treated better than me because I'm black. I'm going to continue to fight for it. And if that's what you believe that it's just going to be what it's going to be, that's cool for you. But I don't agree with that at all. I'm going to fight. And as far as your question about us trying to live in a society where we're accepted by white people, I can speak for my generation. We don't care. Mm. We don't care. We just want to know that if I get stopped by the cops, first of all, I'm being stopped for something actually illegal. Mm. And second of all, I'm going to make it home alive. Mm. That's all. That's what we care about. Mm. But being accepted, we don't care. We're going to do our own thing. And Mm. we're going to live our life in our blackness. Like you said, creativity. We have our creativity. We have our things. I don't care. I have my own business. I'm running my own business. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to put whatever I want on my shirt. My shirt is going to say Black Smile. Mm-hmm. And if you're a white person and you don't want to buy it, that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be accepted by you, but I will be respected. Mm-hmm. And I do expect that when I come into contact with you, I'm going to be respected, like you said, for who I am, because I'm good, period. And it's not okay for me to just go somewhere and somebody treat me that's different. That's okay, I'm saying. I'm saying don't be fushed. In other words... Don't live in a bubble. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not telling you what to think or how to feel. That's okay. It's okay for you to have your own. But when it frustrates you and upsets you, the reality, the reality, and here's what I'm trying to give you. The reality of it is it shouldn't. And let me tell you why. Because you don't need it anyway. You don't have to. they, They have no control over. Name the worst day you ever had in life. Can you remember that? Whatever day that is. Just think of it. Just like whatever, you know, not necessarily the day itself, but incidents that have happened that may have made it it be the worst day that you've ever had? Uh, When my papa died. Okay, when your papa died. That's a a terrible day, isn't it? So did the sun rise that day? Mm -hmm. It did. Did did the water Mm -hmm. in your house work that day? We have the tendency to make our reality the reality. Mm -hmm. We have the tendency to make our circumstance life. And the reality is, it's not life. It's your world. And you're the captain of it. So don't allow anything outside you to disturb what's in you. Because you're far... Here's what the enemy knows. When things are divided, it loses strength. When you're conflicted even in yourself, there's less strength. You know what what made her her great-grandfather strong, powerful? is in spite of all the external, he never lost the internal. Mm. And he could fight the conflict internally, right, or the external conflict internally and face it no matter what. Yeah, I'm sure he had frustration times and days in which we quit as a people so often because of what's going on inside. And never can we affect what's going on outside because we're so conflicted inside. 
I wouldn't say that as a people, though. I mean, and I mean, I guess I can speak for myself sure. is that I battle internally with myself on a daily basis. And I'm here right now. Every day I get up and every day I keep going mm-hmm. and I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad. There's a lot to be mad about. I am mad. But my anger is one of the things that fuels me. See, I, you're different. That's good there. The end of conversation. It ain't stopping you. I yeah, no. It stops so add. many people. Yeah, you yeah. understand? Go ahead. I think just for, for us sitting up here, we have a certain level of privilege in, you know, the black community. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a college graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you all are, you know, successful in your own right and things of that nature. But sometimes I think about my friends and the people that I grew up with and just looking how, at how, you know, my life may have been different from theirs. When I first started going to school, um, I was in pre-K, but I went to a white elementary school. And for me, that was an interesting experience because there, you know, I was just Tanisha. You know, I was smart. I was on, you know, honor roll, made all A's and things of that nature. And then my mom got married when I went to fourth grade and we moved and I went to a predominantly black school. And at that school, you know, we were pizza parties, fundraisers, uh, you know, the Titans would come to our school. We had fall festival, all of these great and amazing things. And then when I got to the other school, the books were tore up and, you know, the teachers were very different in the tone and the way that they dealt with us. And I, I was asked the question, why do you talk white? Mm. And, and I was like, talk white? Like, what are you talking about? You know, this is the way I talk. And it was the first time I had experienced, I could guess you say, colorism or whatever the case may be. You know, people were looking at me because I was different or I came from, you know, a different experience from them. Like, like how you were saying to combat white privilege or racism, you said free enterprise, or did you say start your own business or? Yeah, it, it, ownership, ownership of, of, of self. Like, you know, within our own culture and community, what you're just saying, what you just said, there's variances, right? We're not all, we're, sometimes, you, you know, we're raised on, in a two-parent household, yet we're black. Sometimes we're raised by a single mother, yet we're black. Sometimes we're raised in the, in the, in the project. You can only control and take ownership of the, the lot you've been given. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And, and make the best of whatever you've been given. Whenever we look at the disparities and the inconsistencies and the challenges of this race over that race and this person over that person, it takes the ownership out of it. It becomes excuses. It becomes reasons. It becomes... You know, we do it within our own community. Well, they made it because they had both mom and dad. Or mm-hmm. they made it because they went to this school or got this education or they went to college. We have to take ownership as a people. And I think you know you know where I'm going with that. But, but what about... I, I feel like that's easier said than done. What about the people who've never, you know, really seen ownership? Like, for me, for example... 
my family, I come from a line of women who just, you know, most of them are single mothers. Mm -hmm. Most of them, you know, have, through my eyes, have settled and it's going to take, like, you know, this is what I have. I have enough, you know, to pay my rent. I'm going to be in this apartment. You know, I'm going to live and work, you know, for this company for the rest of my life. But, like, for me, I don't want those things. Like, they are great and amazing women. Will you have those things that they have or would you have better? No, I would have better, but I'm just saying, what about for the people who can't see past, like you said, free enterprise and ownership, like if they don't see that for themselves, how how can we, you know... Help them? Yeah, help them or, you know, it's easy for us to sit up here and say, do this and do that, but if they've never seen it done before or if they don't believe it for themselves. Mm -hmm. As a people, not... I, I feel like a lot of the things we've been saying up here... We've been speaking just for ourselves or hmm. through our situations or this is what I, I do with I my family. I haven't. Like, y'all don't know my background. Like, I was raised, you know, who I am today is not what I come from. Um, so, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, hey, go start a business. I'm saying a solution as a community, as a co not an individual. Now you've brought it down to individuals who have not. I was speaking literally largely as a community. We need to do more of self-investment, ownership, working on self. Mm -hmm. That goes back to the Black yes. Lives Matter uh, uh, yeah. video that I did, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Taking ownership. So not everybody's meant to be a, a business owner. Not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. That's true. I'm not saying that. Whatever lot you've been given, figure out how to make that happen and work within that lot versus using it as a crutch or an excuse as to why you can or cannot. Mm -hmm. there, there, always, there always comes somebody who says, you know what, I've been given bad lemons all my life, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to make lemonade and sell it. <laughs> I'm going to plant lemon trees, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm going to figure out how to make you know, lemonade for a whole generation of people. Mm -hmm. Just taking whatever you have and, and focusing on what God has given you. you. None of us will stand before God and blame any race. Mm. None of us will stand before God and say, but God, they did this. He's going to want to know, what did you do with what I gave you? Mm. Whatever that was. Mm. It doesn't matter if it was one pence, two pence, five pence. It does not matter. He expects increase with what he gave you. Mm. And as a community, we spend too much time talking about, well, I don't have, and they have. Mm. Do with what you do have and watch God bless it. You know, just listening to all y'all talking, I mean, you know, many of you all, you know, don't know me. And and in and, and life, I stand big on a lot of different things. But one thing I really do stand firm on is believing that in life is your choice. As a human being, all you know is coming into the world coming from your mother's womb. And if you have faith in God, then so be it. I'm one of those individuals who stand firmly on God. I was also someone who lost both of my parents growing up. Mm. And also at a high school, and at a high school that was low academically, mm. one of the worst academic schools in Tennessee, and bounced to multiple different homes growing up. Raised mm. by my grandmother and uncle, and also had four and five other siblings in the home. So a lot of stuff that I see on the media and Black Lives Matter, not only is that hard to digest, but just my life as a whole now. 
And I'm just a young man, you know, and, and at the time when I was 16, losing my mom, still trying to find self. Mm. And then losing my dad in college, mm. in the process of finding myself. Mm. Three years later, COVID happens. Mm. Black Lives Matter is still hitting hard. And then you got history to sit on top of all of that. And all I knew was to succeed after I lost my mom. It just kind of clicked. I had people along the way who guided me, so I didn't do it alone. But most importantly, I had God, and I continued to pray. And I believed in writing down and manifesting my life. Even when I was in college, I worked multiple different jobs, and I knew the system. I knew what they were doing with working all these different hours at, you know, uh, at a specific industry and they taking all this money out your check. You, you, you slaving for time. Mm. So after working all these different jobs and, you know, finishing school, I started my business in my head while I was in college. I knew that I had a bigger, I knew I didn't go through all this stuff in life just to experience mm. The pandemic, life's not over. I decided to start a business that's all about training past adversity. Mm. 365 mm. is what we have to do every single day. Not just in a training sense, but mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, as a black man and woman in the United States of America. So I stand so firmly on just believing in self Steve Harvey says, I listen to a lot of his motivation. He says, stop worrying about worrying about everybody else. You know, because you can only focus on yourself at the end of the day. If you spend your whole life focusing on what happened in the past, mm. what's happening now, then you will never strive and thrive to the, uh, uh, you know, the being that you're supposed to be. Yeah. So that's my viewpoint. You was about to say something. Um, I was just going to say that I, I agree with your point about you having to take ownership of yourself and you have to, you're the only one who's going to be able to get you out of your situation. You can't focus on everything that's happening to you. It's more about, well, what are you going to do? Okay, th this is everything that happened to you, but what are you going to do now? However, I think that sometimes when, when black people tell other black people, you know, well, you got to get yours and you, you, you know, you got to get yours and you got to focus on you and this, that, and the other. It's, it's a great thought and it's, it's true, but we can't forget to remind them that you, you have to help the rest of us because not to your point, there are people that they don't have, we all have privilege. We all have a certain amount of privilege. And I think being in to your, you were talking about white, um, white privilege, and it's like, okay, well, I was born here, and I, I was set up with this, so I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna roll with it. Like, I'm not gonna be weighed down by what happened in the past, but I think you have to be aware of where you're at, who's ahead of you, and who's behind you. And for me, it's like, I'm aware that I was born into a great family, and even, even if my family was, was going through struggles, and even when they were struggling, I had no idea because my parents never let me have any idea. And, and I went to a good school. It, it was a majority black school, and, but the teachers really cared. They really cared about us because I had teachers that looked like me. And I 
I've always had my, my parents have always supported me. So when I wanted to start my business, they were like, cool, seed money, here you go, start your business. I have a friend, one of my best friends, who has the same drive, the same passion, the same talent as me, and has a gazillion ideas just like I do. Like, she'll call me and say, hey, I have this idea to do this. But she didn't, she wasn't born in the same type of life that I have. She loves my parents because they're so supportive of me, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have that. And I'm very aware of that, that I was given this. And I'm going to take care of me, and I'm going to take care of mine. But... My end goal is always to give it back to those people that, one, may not know. I mean, y- your whole point is to teach financial literacy to the black community. We, how can you expect us to know if nobody taught us? How mm. can you expect anybody to know something if nobody taught them? So when you say you have to, you, yes, you have to take care of yours. You, you can't focus on, you know, what you don't have. You can be aware of it. You can be aware of what you don't have. You can be aware of what you have. But you also have to stress the point of going back and teaching those that don't. I agree I think, with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I didn't. What I was saying had nothing to do with the community at large. The way you fix the community is you you work on self to better. You ever heard somebody say there's no I in team? You ever heard that statement? Yeah. There is an I in team, and guess what that is? If yeah. I don't do my part, I hurt the whole team. Yeah. And so, as a community, when we better ourselves, we better our community. Can't fix the can't fix the boat the hole in your boat when mine's sinking. <laughs> mm. If I fix the hole in my boat, then I'm in a better position to then teach you or help you. So no, I Absolutely. agree with you, honey. And somebody's always watching you too. The things you do does not go unnoticed. And and thinking about when we were talking about you know our community, we should spend more time paying it forward. Mm. I'm somebody that like to learn new stuff every day. Mm-hmm. And you get as let's talk about the system all the way from pre-K, all the way to high school, college, just systemized education. You have all these classes to balance these uh, from, from, um, from middle school all the way up high school, college, and you learn, I think about it as all these like multiple trades at one time. So you, you learn um, how to balance, you learn uh, accountability, you know, you have classmates and all that. Um, But what I mean by paying it forward is, well, when you learn something that's a piece of knowledge, share it. One of my mentors told me that a couple years ago, and she said, always remember to pay it forward. So it's like, when I learn something new, I mean, you can only tell, you can tell everyone, but only some people will listen. Yeah. Uh, A lot of black people are in fear to do something first, and they want to see somebody else do it to see what happens. If you wait and you continue to wait, then you'll never get anywhere. Mm. If I waited to start my business and just procrastinated, then I would not have gotten this far. If I waited to uh, um, leave my job and, you know, decide to pursue, you know, my business full time, then I wouldn't have never gotten this far if I didn't make a decision myself. So, if we can pay it forward more in our community, then we'll have more black people owning, you know, real estate, investing, and just understanding that, okay, you may have a job that you work a nine to five. And I was also listening to this on your on your podcast. You got the job working nine to five and also having 
something on the side that you're working towards so that nine to five won't be your entire life. Because like I said, everything is so accessible now. We have to stop complaining and making excuses about something that has already happened. It's another transition. How are you going to adapt in this transition? Are you going to get swept up under the rug or are you going to do the sweeping? And I decided to sweep. I had this idea that I wanted to plant my business in places where we had been historically enslaved. I have to be honest and transparent. I get frustrated with us because we go back and we blame the last 400 years. How about you just do your part? But I can't do my part, I'm black. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.